Welcome to Yes, X or No Audio. Cognitive Infrastructure. The Plumbing of a Ministry of Truth. Published 2022, November 2nd. Information and Thought. A report by The Intercept using leaked materials from the Department of Homeland Security shows the approach taken by this government agency in the narrative control which Caitlin Johnston has been writing about for so long. Needless to say, the expose of these internal documents validates Caitlin's analysis, and she rightly jumps to task and identifies the key term cognitive infrastructure. This term and the worldview that accompanies it is just another echo of the Disinformation Governance Board. It is instructive to revisit an important event which Glenn Greenwald has described as, quote, one of the most successful disinformation campaigns in modern American electoral history, end quote. The event is the suppression of reports describing data obtained from a laptop which current USA President Joseph Biden's son, Hunter, left for repair at a computer shop. These data displayed some perverse sexual tendencies, but no problem there. You do in private what you want. The damning evidence was the corruption involving Hunter Biden trading on his father's name in Ukraine and China. Following initial reports by the New York Post, the FBI visited Facebook and warned them that they believed the data is Russian disinformation and requested that articles presenting the information have their distribution suppressed. This was revealed later when Mark Zuckerberg was interviewed by Joe Rogan. See sources. All of this happened a week or two before a presidential election in which Joseph Biden was running as the Democratic candidate. Thus, Mr. Greenwald's assertion. Federal agencies were influencing information platforms which then influenced the election. To show how mind-bendingly mad the whole situation was, The Intercept, the outlet which Greenwald had founded with Jeremy Scahill and Laura Poitras, censored his article on the data from the laptop. The result was that he left The Intercept. The key point in the FBI visiting Facebook is that this is one step removed from violation of the First Amendment, which protects free speech. This process of speech or thought control has continued to worsen. Alex Jones It begun in 2018 with the uniform banishing of Alex Jones from all digital platforms at once. This implies coordination. Alex Jones combines many elements which this author finds objectionable, but that is not the point. It was a coordinated blacklisting 
of his digital speech across the major social media platforms. Following that, we have seen a continued use of suppression of unacceptable speech. Different terms express the techniques used. Shadow banning, downranking, and outright banning. The fact that Twitter banned a sitting president from using his account at their service is a shocking continuation of this speech control. It matters little if one considers Trump a con man, a liar, or a rebel defending core conservative values. The point is Twitter banning the account of a sitting president. In the independent media space, we have seen prominent commentators moving away from YouTube to other platforms like Rockfin, Odyssey, and Rumble to protect themselves from deplatforming. Similarly, we have seen independent media journalists or organizations diversifying their funding platform too, moving from PayPal and Patreon to alternatives like Locals.com, again to reduce the likelihood of them losing all funding sources at once. This diversity of video hosting, live streaming and funding providers is a sign of a marketplace in action. The fact that people feel the need to take these actions informs us. The result of all of the speech reduction and financial targeting is that independent media have been defending themselves as much as possible through diversity and redundancy. Indeed, the techies have produced products which enable live streaming on multiple platforms at once. These parallel live broadcasts are used by many independent media organizations, with the Duran serving as a good example. At the beginning of their live stream, Alex Christoforou welcomes the audience from Rockfin, Odyssey, Locals, and YouTube. The troll armies, which infest various sites and their chat, are defended against by moderators, removing offensive content. This is what one should expect. An organization taking responsibility for its own content rather than relying on some external third party to validate it. Disinformation as an industry. If one zooms out, what emerges is the creation of an industry to control not speech but thought. Speech control is the activity. Thought control is the mission. Again, we see this one-step-removed approach, with newspapers paying money to third-party organisations as fact-checkers. The strangest thing about this is that checking facts is the core job of a newspaper. If they're not checking the facts, then what are they doing? Writing narratives, obviously. This, again, supports Caitlin's analysis that we live in a world where thought control is a primary objective. Why would so much effort be put towards controlling what ideas are discussed 
if it did not matter what people thought. The effort gives the game away. One of the primary players in this outsourced truth game is NewsGuard. Their advisory board members include an ex-spy, Michael Hayden, who is the head of both the NSA and the CIA, and has lied to Congress, see sources, though has never been prosecuted for this. The look on Senator Wyden's face as Hayden denies that the NSA is collecting information on millions of USA citizens, as Hayden's clarification of not wittingly, will go down as one of the most shocking moments in USA congressional testimony. Other members of NewsGuard's advisory board are reported by Consortium News in their article which describes how their publication was assigned a red flag, including Tom Ridge, the first US Homeland Security Director, and Anasfor Rasmussen, a former Secretary General of NATO. The Grey Zone is another independent news organisation which has been given the NewsGuard red flag. They have accepted this and see it as a badge of honour, concluding that they must be doing something right if this power establishment-aligned truth diviner labels them as untrustworthy. Consortium News has been a major target of attack, not just getting the NewsGuard red flag, but also having its funds temporarily impounded by PayPal, becoming the evil which one deplores. Patrick Lawrence has two articles published in quick succession which examine the issue of truth control from different perspectives. The core of the topic is discussed in Disinformation Absolutely. He examines the behaviour described above and traces it to a form of absolutism by the USA's left. His next article, War as Presentation, looks at the portrayal of the conflict in Ukraine by USA media. His analysis here is akin to the illusory truth effect that lies become truth by repetition. The Western media's alignment with whatever narrative comes out of Kiev is essentially reinforcing unbelievable narratives, such as Russia's shelling the nuclear power plant which they have occupied, or that Russia caused the damage to the Kirsch Bridge, or that Russia sabotaged the Nord Stream pipelines. See sources for the humorous, satirical Matt Orfalea video compilation on this. In the Disinformation Absolutely article, Lawrence reminds us of past battles for free speech, including the ACLU defending the rights of neo-Nazis in the USA to march on the streets of Skokie, Illinois in 1978. In 2020, Glenn Greenwald interviewed Ira Glasser, see sources, who was working at the ACLU at the time. They revisit this case and others in the USA's long history of battling to defend people's rights as expressed in the nation's constitutional amendments. The current situation of banning speech from digital platforms 
and labeling media organizations as untrustworthy, not because they are printing falsehoods, but because the articles they publish do not conform with official narrative, is a far cry from this history of upholding the freedoms enshrined in the First Amendment. Caitlin Johnston concludes her consideration of the Intercepts article and the nature of information or thought control by asking, our ongoing descent into tyranny in the name of opposing tyranny calls forth a very simple question. If defeating autocracy requires becoming an autocracy, what's the point of defeating autocracy? This natural question is reminiscent of one of the bravest moments in USA politics in many decades, when Barbara Lee cast the lone vote in both houses of parliament against the authorization for the use of military force following the crimes of 9-11 in 2001. During her speech on the floor of the House of Representatives, she quotes a member of the clergy. As we act, let us not become the evil we deplore. The current climate of outlawing truth or opinion is best encapsulated by the USA's application to extradite Julian Assange. This legal process, and all of the other aspects of the cognitive infrastructure, like NewsGuard, shine a revealing light on the moral state of the West. Blacklisting and deplatforming social commentators, persecuting whistleblowers and publishers under the Draconian Espionage Act, and defunding and smearing independent news organizations are the thought control tools in use in the USA and to some degree in other Western liberal democracies, particularly the UK. It would be interesting to hear a response to the current practice from the USA founding fathers. Despite their failings as slave-owning white men who denied the right to vote to all women, men who did not own land, all slaves and the entire indigenous population, their vision of the nation was expressed in the first ten amendments to the Constitution. They wished to emulate the ideas which had and were emerging from the Enlightenment in Europe and particularly France, of which freedom of expression is core. It is by no accident that this right appears in the First Amendment. They, I am certain, would be aghast at what is happening today in the land of the free. Thanks for listening. Until next time.